Hey there, Pants People. Uh, Steven here. Just want to say real quick before the episode, thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for being here. We love you. Enjoy the episode. Podcaster, I can connect anything to anything. We in mountains, I could connect that to some, something. You yeah, but, have yeah, the power. I have the power. You also just gave me hope that Emin Rath is coming back. Someday. As a matter of fact, right behind you. Hey guys, hey guys, it's me, Stump. He's not here. He's not here. He's not here. He's not coming in. There's no surprise guest appearance. Not yet. Someday, someday, we're getting him back. Yeah. But right now, he's on more, or he was on more, fighting trolls and saving mountain goats like that motherfucker would. Way to go! Yeah, what a hero! Oh, uh, now I want a beer. <laughs> you, you guys banter while I go grab a beer. All right, that's fine. Banter. We can do that. Let's banter. We've been friends for a long, long time. I'm sure we can fill like what 10, 20 seconds. I like how banter question is like, "Hey, Jeremy, tell me about your trip coming up. Tell us all about your trip coming up." And then it's like. That's a good thing to talk about. But he's not here. Oh, well. <laughs> he's, he walked out of the room. I have my Steven, I'm coming take it back. away. Oh, look. And he's brought Stomp. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's hey not guys, happening. My trip That's on, not oh, happening. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, I get, now I get my crack. Ooh. Isn't that the best? Such a good sound. Put my finger in that crack. Such a good sound. This should yeah. be a ringtone. You think Ooh, that's a thing? I can make that happen. I bet that's a thing. I can but, make it, it, it. I can just make that sound. That would be more it. meaningful. I would rather I just, just get it from yeah. you. Hey, Jeremy, I need you to do more editing work for me, though. <laughs> it will literally take like five minutes to make that into a ringtone that I can send to you. That's that's fantastic. I would assume that's fantastic. As long as you can use MP3s on your phone as a ringtone, which I don't see. Oh, it's, man. Too, it's 2023. You got to be able to do that. Yeah, right? Right? it's it's got to be possible. Right? It's got to be possible. It's definitely Dude, complicated. We just make a whole episode as. a <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so awful. What an organic way to like advertise the podcast, sitting on the bus and like 
Boom, boom, bada, boom, boom, bada. <laughs> Coming from your pocket. Oh, sorry about that, madam. That's my podcast. <laughs> I use it as my ringtone. Yeah. Does it sound good though? I could answer this, but it's oh, you know what? It's just the. Oh, it's, it's getting to the good part. It's getting to the good part. It's, it's the it's the Red Cross again. They always call me. Let me. Just, I don't want to answer it. I don't want to feel rude and hang up. Let's just hear it out for. It's gonna take like an hour. <laughs> you doing anything? Do you like podcast? Do you have money? <laughs> the third most important question to ask. Um, Jeremy Wolf. You know who's going to be listening to a lot of podcasts soon. No, oh what? my God. Holy. <laughs> you host this shit. Go, Wait, take it away. That was what? good. That was good shit. I'm very confused. Uh, we're talking about next week. And we're talking about why we're recording two sessions tonight. You talk about next week, meaning on the episode that comes out after I get back? <laughs> well, in our timeline, the real timeline. Oh, no, no, actually, oh, no, you know, no, this will come out actually the Monday that I'm gone. Hey friends, Editor Jeremy here for the first time in quite a while. We, uh, well, I, uh, I fucked up. Yeah, this, uh, this episode is being released the Monday that I'm back, so, whoops. See, see, the, when this yes. comes out, yes. where will you be? When, 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 our, yes. when our dear listener, who Monday morning, all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, pops out of bed and says, oh boy, it's Fancy Pants, and they pop on their headphones, and they and they click on this episode, and they hear us doing yes, our I will fun, be, cool yes, thing. I will where will Chicago. you be? I will be in Chicago, yes. Where in Chicago? What crazy Going shit are you getting up to? Wedding. What's the address? That's pretty cool. What's the exact address? <laughs> no fucking clue. No fucking clue. <laughs> What should I bring? <laughs> Will yes, there I'm, be pie? <laughs> yes, I am. I am going to Chicago to my cousin's wedding. Um, love my cousin very, very much, and this is going to be a very, very special, very special weekend. It's going to be good. Haven't haven't seen them all in a long time, and we were basically like all brothers and sisters growing up. So it's going to be. It'll be good. It'll be really special. That's, That's really awesome. cool. That's awesome. That's really cool. It's been how long since you've been there in Chicago? Uh, I went back about three or four years ago. I think. Wow, it's been a yeah, while. It's, it's been then. a while. It's been a while. Damn, man! Yeah. How much trunk space are you gonna have? A lot. Cool. You gonna bring some beer? Actually, that's a really good trunk. idea. Trunk mm-hmm. that I can't. I was. I was not gonna bring beer until you mentioned that because I didn't fucking me. think of it. I am awful. I am awful. Jeremy. Well, I'm pretty sure the reception's at a brewery too, so it's gonna be pretty awesome. Excellent. It'll be oh, easy. It'll be pretty good. Easy access. That's great. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, congratulations to your cousin. Mac and D. Mac and Danielle. Mac nice. and Danielle, congratulations. Nice. And I hope the wedding is amazing. And I'm sure it will be because Jeremy Wolf is going to be in attendance. <laughs> he makes everything amazing. So so the funny part you mentioned earlier, David, you were like, oh, yeah, if it's Monday morning and you're bright-eyed, bushy-tilled and listening. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Or if you're one of those, like, handful of weird night owls who listen <laughs> at, like... <laughs> Late, late, late Sunday night. There's it posts more of those. At like it posts at like eleven or twelve o'clock on like, Sunday like, night or like something a, like that. Yeah, I think it's like twelve oh five by the time it hits platforms. Yeah, and sometimes we'll wake up in the morning to like Discord messages or whatever. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yes. Oh, and I, I I see all those downloads when yeah. I, when I get up in the morning. I open it up and I'm like, oh, look at that. Two a.m. There you go. Shout out Jeannie. Shout <laughs> out Rochelle. Discord messages. Are you saying we have a Discord? Hey. <laughs> we have a Discord. <laughs> They're going to kill us. They're going to come to our house and shoot us if we do this again. All oh, right. my God. Oh, Zub- oh. Zubeard will come and break our kneecaps if we do this again. <laughs> one one more speaking of uh, humans who listen to our episodes thing. 
uh, my wife Rachel came home from work the Why other day. Like humans, that was weird. I, people, that I was guess, weird. <laughs> that was a weird thing. Go ahead. I don't know. H- humans is endearing and all inclusive. I it's been a minute since I've looked at like the numbers, but I think most of our listeners are humans. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I, I think. think. You know what? I'm the asshole. You're fair. That's fair. So I'll my this one. my wife Rachel, who is a, a whole, human, she, she's a whole human, right? human being a, in her human. own right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Came home from human work and she was like, oh, yeah, um, my my buddy Kevin from work just caught up uh, with the podcast. And I was like, oh, cool. I didn't know that you had a friend at work who listened to the podcast. She was like, yeah, I mentioned it like offhandedly like a month ago. And he just like chewed through it, I guess. Or maybe it was two months ago. I don't know. But it's awesome. That's so, so cool. So oh my hey, gosh. hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. You hey, welcome. Big, welcome. Beautiful Thank human. you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Oh, that's great. That's great. Oh, let us think. We had a lot of, we had a lot of chit chat, a lot of RP. It was really good stuff. I was so excited to do it. We didn't do much gaming last week. You know, a lot, a lot of character focus, which is, I love it, mm-hmm. but I'm ready to yeah. game right now. Let's do a Chicago style this week. Let's do a week. Chicago style. Is that a Chicago accent? Oh, we're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Come with me and you'll see how they do it in Chicago. <laughs> Let me open a song. I'd like to welcome you all to the Roisignor Peaks and a long journey across them. You rolled high enough to see tracks last time. The tracks of Eddins. A single pair, I should say. I don't know if I mentioned that before. There's one, one set, one creature moving deeper into the mountains and another smaller set following in their wake. Something strange about the tracks. It's hard to make out what that exactly means. More signs of the cherry as you go. Every here and there on the ground where it looks like Miskin fell or even pretended to fall in order to scrawl something down. It's enough to go by. And there's sort of an open trail in the peaks where you can see brush. Trees have been broken, branches snapped, as something very large has doom, doom, thundered through. But it has been days since this thing has moved away from the farmhouse, since it has taken Miskin on a journey into the mountains. It used to be a longer song. I used that before for some reason. I don't know why. Hang on. Son of a bitch. I think this is all user error. I'm amped, I'm man. beginning to think I'm that. fucking amped. We started this, and I was like, second episode. I'm a little tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, to fill in the listeners it. in. This is episode two of the recording night. After marathon, a, baby. After a long work day. Long work day. After a long work week. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Yep. And we're what? Actually, I like this. This is good. Four beers in? Well, I mean, the first two at work were true. very low ABV. That's true. Yeah. Those are like starter Your beers. Your wonderful beer. Yeah. Mm. Three, five percent. <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> so, mentioned before, these peaks are actually quite verdant. There's spaces of, of you know lush greenery, trees, grass, all the good stuff. And of course, shut up! <laughs> stupid Steven face. <laughs> I'm reading my notes, damn it. Well, I'm not, that wasn't in my notes. I'm reading my notes while I'm talking. I don't know what I'm saying! <laughs> no, see, this works out perfectly because Miskin loves things and stuff. <laughs> Try to figure out how long it takes you to get where you need to go. <laughs> so hang on. <laughs> hang on! You love green stuff. Miskin's green stuff, too. Good stuff. You're moving. And it's not easy. Not all, you know, it's not like going up one mountain. I mean, it is like 
rising up one, down, up, slope, down the slope, winding around, crossing around one, like, and it's all slow moving. That suddenly the terrain is difficult. You're, modern time, while there is, like, broken brush in the way, it's not a cleared path. You're moving over roots, stumbling over harsh rocks, and, like, your pace has slowed. Normally, you'd travel around three miles an hour. That's where you traveled here. You know, when, when you went from uh, Milpazool to the farmhouse, that's how that's how fast you're going through the wasteland. But that's moved down to about one and a half miles per hour. Mm. It's rough moving. It's, one might say, difficult terrain for long-form walking. And hours are swiftly passing. And every hour that passes, Jules, I think you find a little spike of dawning horror. Because the sun will set for long and Serena will come back to strike at you again. And how useful will you be when that time comes? Already a negative three exhaustion at night. And tonight, should you fail? Who knows? But it's bad. You are traveling, moving, and I'll say you are traveling for near six hours through the mountains. It was about ten miles to reach the farmhouse from Milpazul. And you've traveled another ten miles up and down these peaks occasionally rising high enough to look out and and stare towards this great desert around you. You can see vaguely far away the walled city of Santatian City. You can see Milpazul, tiny little uh, town. I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Town or village, perhaps. I like that one better. Tiny little village. And sort of north beyond that, just this weird sort of indigo sands of the indigo desert stretching off all the way. I think Dance even tells you that this this desert stretches all the way towards the end of this world, where essentially the mists of the ethereal plane come and form like a border to it. Damn, I wonder what that's all about. It's probably pretty cool. But we're not going there. Because <laughs> there's no half-orc childs there. Because this arc is already long enough. Yeah, it's a really long, <laughs> how dare you? It's a really long arc. It's cool. It's two arcs. <laughs> two for one deal. Here, I'm fancy pants. <laughs> <laughs> Jules, as you move, I think there is one thing that is bothering you. When you were back at the farmhouse, what you guys noted was there was, uh, you know, you saw the family's corpses on one spot, the blood pooling in one spot, and one small set of tracks moving from where they had died to the Ettons. Yes. But why did Miskin leave? You know Miskin. He's stealthy. He's quick. Yeah. You've always known Miskin. For him to fall prey like this is... It's hard to believe. Yeah, I, th- I think the immediate reaction is that he wouldn't be taken unwilling. So there's there's something that's not adding up in Jules's mind. Makes a lot of sense. If he's with them, he went willingly for some reason. With the sun sinking lower in the sky and with that ominous thought clouding your mind you guys are climbing up a mountainside sheer cliff beside you as you've moved sort of away from some of the dense greenery for now all that good stuff off to the side you're on rocks now you stare down the lush mountainside after the large drop off beside you maybe a hundred feet drop into the trees beside you maybe there's a wide sort of Open road, not road, but just open sort of cliff, uh, maybe 20 feet wide as you move. That quickly hits a slope shooting upwards. Um, more trees, more 
life. Very hard to pass by, but the trail goes here. You know it goes through here. And then you see smoke somewhere ahead on the side of this cliff, somewhere close, a fire, a camp, perhaps. Well, uh, should we go up to it or sneak up to it? Steven, I'm sorry. Jules is going to go invisible. Ah, nice. Ooh. As he does that, he says, wait here, guys. Oh, that's awesome. And Jules is going up. Hell yeah. Sorry, I'm in character right now. No. This, this is happening. This is great. With that, Jules, as you push forward, invisible, I'm going to put you on the map. Bear in mind, invisibility means you'll have plus two bonus to your stealth checks. Oh, no. Hogfight again. I just, I want to be close to the map I want. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building the moment. Now, once again, feast your eyes. Another Rochelle original. Oh, a Rochelle, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at this beautiful oh, mountainside. Oh, my yeah. God. Look at this mountainside. Yeah, we always... That is gorgeous. We, we, sometimes we zoom right by it. Let's take a peek at this real take fast. Take a peek. Look around. Spend some time here. The squares you see are 10-foot squares. Wow. So it's a very large map. Very That's huge. incredible. Big old thing. Um, wait, wait. Don't look too far. Don't look too close. Oh, Hang on. Okay. GM layer. Okay. No, you can look now. I had to hide something. <laughs> I had something that shouldn't have been on your layer. Very verdant. Quite verdant. You're, uh, you're, but there's, you're nothing, but there's nothing to worry about. Professional podcaster, huh? <laughs> Something to worry about here. <laughs> it's so fun. Look at all the good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff in there this map. There is. A lot of good you know, green stuff. I was struggling to find the words, but good stuff really kind of like sums it up. <laughs> See? You know, I'm not crazy. No, I saw a thing. What? No, it's gone. Hmm. I can see Miskin. That's allowed. Oh, okay. You can see Miskin. Jules, you press forward and you see that the trail you're on about 20 feet wide. I actually guessed that because I was looking at the map at the time. I am a hero. Um, quickly widens as sort of like pushes outwards, a cliff sort of, you know, sort of widening. Um, and then well, sort of getting deeper in towards the mountain, sort of like the, the, the sort of um, raised slope beside you, indenting in kind of a bowl. And you can see at its widest point, this is almost 100 feet wide, this, this, this sort of open space, this camp. You peek over and you see this number of, it looks like supplies maybe stolen, um, lining the trees off to the, I'm really bad at these, hang on, off to the east, west, fucking shit, west. He, he, he did that while holding his hand in the shape of an L. <laughs> shape of an L. <laughs> on your forehead. I was, <laughs> well, the, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> for, 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 for the 30th time, I'm done. The I other, quit. The other, the other day in the kitchen on the line, we spent... Literally, we had like the, I was working a double, or not double, it was like, like 12 hour shift. For the entire 12 hour shift, we listened to various versions of All Star. So it was that, like, it was like All Star, but it's set to the beat of I'm Blue. Why? Or it's All Star, but set to the like Black Parade. My own personal hell. It was so funny. Why would you do that? <laughs> like, that it was so like, good. We do troll music. We just listen to horrible troll songs. Like, it's great. It's great. I don't even know what to say. No. We're kitchen folk. We just do weird things. We gotta get by. Let's get back to fighting Ettons. I okay. can't even like. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you're not a rock star. Okay, we're <laughs> Jules, you move out. You see, like you know, there's a number of uh, uh, supplies sort of off to the west um, of this sort of like sort of open area. You see that maybe about twenty feet away from them, almost towards you know, towards the center of the space, there's a large burning campfire. Um, that's, you know, some smoke up into the sky. 
And beyond that, to the north, where you stand to the south of this thing, so far away from you, about, uh, let's take a look, about 130 feet from where you stand as you approach, you see a tent, very large tent, and then you vaguely see two big feet, boom, boom, sticking out from one side of the tent. Oh, boy. And outside of the tent, sitting, looking down into the dirt, clothes torn, and something around his neck, something, a chain it looks like, running into the tent behind him, you see Miskin. You see he's finagling with the chain, trying to like maybe pick it with something. He's got like a little sharp like stick or rock. <laughs> um, and it seems he's the only figure moving. I think as you move, you can see this like slow, almost like the tent expands a little, then sort of shrinks. Um, and we vaguely this <laughs> Something sleeping just beyond, or just inside, not beyond, in the tent. Okay. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and, I, and I can deduce that there's only one? That's all you see. That's all I see. Okay. That's all you see for free. So, okay. You want to make a check? You can. Why not? Let's, let's make a check, and then I'll do what I'm going to do. All right. Want to give me perception? Yep. Give me that perception. Make it, make it, make it good. Yeah, that's a tweener. How? So 12 on the die plus 2. For a 14. Ooh. How close is Crispin behind Jules here? You guys should still be hidden. You're far enough away. Like, I, I put you at the very edge of this map. Okay. So, like, you're still at the point where, like, you're not really within sight of the camp All right, that's yet fine. so much. You see the smoke? Um, you can actually make a prayer seven check here as well. That is a little higher because of where you are. But I think you may be able to see something if you hit high enough. All right. I'll get in on this. I'm rolling the red dragon today. Ooh. 18. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give this to both of you. The initial check was a 12. The higher check was a 16. Nice. So you both Hell actually yeah. will see from where you stand something. Um, I'll say maybe at the same time you notice that you're like, Jules, you're stepping out into this space. Let me put you ahead of where you are because I think you're farther on than that. So at the point you notice this, I'll say you're about... 60 feet ahead of your allies who have stopped way behind. You're right at the sort of entrance of this widening camp space. And you note movement to the east-west. <laughs> it's, it's west. Um, something up high above the camp, beyond where those supplies lay, high up the slope and on top of a tree. There is something in Crispin, as you kind of peek out, you notice movement as well. It's sort of shrouded by some trees on your end, but you can see just kind of beyond them, you know, through like some reaching branches, um, that same sort of tree standing above all else, very tall. You see what looks like a large bird. Hmm. Maybe a little larger than a, a man. Oh, it's it better not be a fucking owl. Nestled on top of the tree. That was my first thought. It seems to be sort of scanning the field. Can I roll, like, nature or something to try to identify this creature? I don't think you need to. Oh, great. Because one of you, I can't remember which one now. Maybe you can help me here. A few episodes ago, so that's not helpful. Um, one of you rolled a very high check on Ettons, and one of you rolled a very very high check on Perrytons. Oh, yeah, that was Crispin. Yeah, I, Peri- say, I don't remember that. You are Perrytons? Or are you both? I think, I think you got, I thought you got both. Okay. I, I don't remember. I have some notes about both somewhere here. Well, we'll assume anything you know was shared amongst both of you. Yeah. So, because you knew what was coming in here. Um, 
this is a Perryton. And because you guys know what to see, as you kind of look towards this this creature, kind of stand low, you can see a face of brown fur sporting a, a red mane that shifts to feathers of red and blue. See, great wings currently sort of furled up but that could spread out from this body, which stands on bird-like legs that end in razor-sharp talons. But this avian form is contradicted. <laughs> it's a hard word. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but the face of a stag adorned by vicious antlers. And as we, the audience, repan towards this form, we can see its mouth forms a grin filled with sharpened carnivorous teeth. Its eyes are wild and predatory, yet carry a spark of intelligence as it scans the camp. There is a scout, and you both know it. You are invisible, Jules, but every step you make kicks up dust. Correct. However. What? However. How dare you? Descri- How dare you describe- contradict me? Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm done. Describe <laughs> describe Miskin to me again. Describe okay. the state that he's in, how he's sitting, where he's looking. Um, I'd say he's basically sitting on his butt, his or knees up. Uh, he's got this chain around his neck that looks like it's basically taut, sort of towards the end of what it can do, and it feeds into the tent behind him. Okay. Must be attached to something inside. He's like got like a little maybe like a little stick that he's sort of shoving into the, the sort of lock on it. And as you see this sort of chain, it looks like maybe it's just this rusted old thing maybe taken from a mine or something somewhere. Um, I think your mind would flash to some of the, the prison mines on Tythos where they would chain people okay. into the into the mines that were, while they worked. Okay. This and stole. Would you say during this time that he's at least like looking, you know, his, his face is like geared downward? His face is down for now, and I think there's a okay. snap as a stick so, sort of breaks, and he kind of like, you know, throws it and kind of looks up. His eye, he looks. Well, as I say he looks okay, up. His if, eyes focus. Okay, on. well, if he was looking down at all, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do what I was gonna do when he's looking down. Okay, I do that. Yeah, he's, he's looking down. He gets another stick. That's what I was he's about to get. <laughs> yeah, he looks down for another stick. Uh, he looks up at the Jules, sky. It's too late. Jules is going to cast minor illusion. Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh. Give me the range of that bad boy. I retract that. I can't do that because that will end in visibility. Oh, sure, yeah. Fuck oh, me. Oh, it's concentration. Fuck me. That's interesting. That's interesting. <sighs> All right. Well, okay. How about this? Good catch, how about though. This? All right. Where am I at? Right now, I've moved you up to the point where you're at 90 feet away from Mystery. Okay. Can I, can I move into the brush that's to my right? Yes. Okay. That will give you for free because you're not going deeper in. Sure. Okay, so I'm going to go into the brush, and then I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. Well, shit, hang on. Fuck, I'm 90 feet? Yeah, no. I'm not in range at all for that. Oh, damn. God damn it. (sighs) Do you make stealth checks? Yeah. Got a big old plus two. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Yeah, you could probably go from, like, bush to bush to get closer. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. So what I'm trying to do is I want to cast Minor Illusion. And have it display uh, two cherries. Oh, that's awesome. And interlocked with the stem at his feet. How close need to get? 30 feet. Okay. Ooh. I want him to know that we're there. There's a copse of bushes exactly 30 feet away from him by the cliffside. If you look okay. uh, basically to the north and west east. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you mean the north or the north south? <laughs> Shoot. You know what? Now I'm all confused. 
that way. It's that way. <laughs> it's that way. Um, that is. You tell me what I'm going to have to do. Sixty feet away from there. you. I want two stealth checks as you move. Okay. Okay. Crispin, you're just. You know, Jules is invisible. Uh, I'm actually. I'm curious, Crispin. You saw that thing. You know, Jules. Do you, do you trust Jules? Saw it too, or are you, you going to try to signal him in some way? Like, what's your plan? As you're waiting back there. Do you trust Jules? <laughs> I mean, what's he? What's he going to do? Scream into the into the woods? <laughs> Jules, right. Jules right. watch out! <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so you're just you're just getting ready. Yeah, ready he's, he's 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 uh, on high alert, keeping his eye on this thing. Yeah, watching to see if it if it's going to move or if it moves. Okay. Um. So this first stealth check, going with a button. Okay. Give me that button. Oh, yummy. And by the way, yeah. it's, it's a monstrous plus one to stealth, not plus two. Oh, no. Uh, it's actually plus three, then. Oh, you plus two from invisibility. No shit. Yeah. So it's a little oh. something. It's kind of something. Damn. Uh, 16 for both. You begin to move out across the dusty cliffside. You're just walking, slowly walking. You make it about halfway. Then you cut back to the group. Their eyes are all trying to dance, just sort of watching nervously, sort of biting your lower lip, trying to catch any sign of your movement. The peritone does not react. Oh, shit. You're halfway there. All right, here we go. <sighs> What'd you roll? Roll yours first. Ten. Ooh. Yeah. I can't tell if David's face looks resolute on combat or... You. Oh, he's searching for a music change. Not yet. Not quite yet. You're moving towards the edge of the cliff. And as you kind of round, because you're about 10 feet away from the cliff's edge, from the drop-off, as you round these two, like, larger brush brushes, I think just as you're about to do it, a wind sort of picks up, hits you, and you reach out and you touch the edge of the brush, a single sort of, like, waving branch. It's something the trees perks up. <laughs> Before we go any further, I forgot to add the three, so it's 13. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. That just hit me. It was 10 on the die. And that thing in the trees goes. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> it just calms down. It's like, oh, no, it's nothing. <laughs> That's. Holy shit. That's. Good, good dramatic timing, my man. Wow. Holy oh. shit. I need, I need water from the Give me one second. All right. <laughs> All right, we're back, folks. <laughs> Continue, David. You stand behind the brush. This thing sort of settles down. Its eyes sweeping across your spot. And again, just scanning down below. I rolled a 12 on that check. <laughs> That's so wild. It's amazing. That, yeah. We're so close to a huge wedgie. <laughs> a, a massive, massive wedgie that I don't know if I could have ever recovered from. <laughs> We've been throwing away those underpants. <laughs> Stained forever. All right, so I make it. You are able to move across the brush completely unseen. Perfect. And far enough away that I can hear you, and you are able to reach just within 30 feet. And I'm in the brush. Yes. Okay. You're off in the edge. You're like pushing her head through and around like the very edge of it. Cool. And just like, you know, just short ways away from you, about 30 feet away from you is both the tent and just sort of south of that miskin. All right. So uh, as I cast this, I become visible again. Okay. So I'm going to cast Minor Illusion to create a, uh, a pair of cherries connected by their stems at Miskin's feet. So he's just like 
finagling. Come on. I, I can get out. I, and then just like has a stick sort of shoved into the, into the lockers. Another one's trying to work on. And then just like disappears and just like snap. The stick breaks and he's just staring down towards the ground. And you see his hand just starts shaking as he reaches down to touch it. Uh, as he touches he, it, it disappears. I think. It vanishes as his fingers reach it. And he looks up. And he starts looking around. Do you make yourself known to him? He has an angle that the, the uh, periton does not on you. You could pretty easily know. Okay, like, cool. You know, so I'm going to, then I'll rustle the bush. Okay, yeah. Bit. Yeah. Because he he's kind of off to the sort of northern side of the bush. So he can okay. like peek in. The periton's cool. sort of coming from the south a bit. So Cool. Yeah, I'll rustle the bush a little bit. He hears it. I snap over to you. His mouth drops. And I think like what hits you the most is the way he immediately puts his arm up to wipe his eyes. So oh you don't God. see any tears. Oh, <laughs> just rubbing it and just kind of like puts his hand down, shaking. And he looks back at the tent and kind of looks at you and just kind of like tries, like like he doesn't say a word. Uh-huh. He's pointing, just like putting his hand sort of down this gesture of like, stay quiet, stay quiet. Okay. What do you do? I don't know. I didn't. Oh think my God. <laughs> I didn't think this far ahead. <laughs> I thought the whole time you had a plan. <laughs> well, oh, okay, my plan. Oh, yeah, well, my, 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 my plan was to let him know that we are there. I mean, that's great. I mean, that's a good thing. Because, good. He, yeah, it's he needs to know that we are there, and he could provide something else too, if he knows. That's all I got, Crispin. Take it away. <laughs> Crispin's still watching out. Um, he, I will say this. Miskin has a stick. You got to I mean, the point I, where he sees you. I'm I was, like, was going to say, he he broke it before we retconned that and then redid it. He can use a half a broken so, stick. All right, so so the... F- but he, as he reaches down, he's going to start, like, I'll say real quick, uh, just to give you guys something, something cool. Uh, he starts writing, scratching into the sort of dirt beneath him, and he just writes, one head sleep one wake ah uh, yeah right oh, they're two headed yeah, yeah. Right, right shit um i will say also uh miskin after you kind of first see the message after kind of noting you he very quickly just like rubs his hand over it to erase it and his eyes for a second dart to, you know towards the the tree line towards the periton and he notably looks away from you he doesn't want to be seen focusing on anything okay and I think at this point, Jules is focusing on the periton. Uh, Crispin, you actually can see Jules from where you are still. Yeah. Far off, and you can see, like, I think this. Crispin thinks he can make the periton go away. You rolled a 19 before. I, I looked into it. Uh, last time we, we made note of the periton. Mm-hmm. I can give you a little more information based on that. Yeah. So here's what else you know. Periton are voracious predators. While they are not known for their, like, sort of the strength of physique, I mean, they are resistant to magic or to non-magical damage. Um, they also are known for essentially, like, like a hit and slash or slash and run kind of fighting style. They typically, like, fly in, either grab or rip at their prey, fly out uh, very quickly and not taking AOOs, generally speaking. They're very good at just kind of, like, diving in, diving out, but very, very fast in the air. They hunt any kind of cattle or larger sort of prey, deer, you know, whatever they can find 
throughout the mountains. And if they were to see any kind of animal, they'd go for it. If they were to hear an animal, they'd go for it. They, they're hungry things. Only large animals they hunt? I mean, hungry enough, they'd go for something smaller. Okay. Take a snack. Okay. All right. Then let's see if this works. Crispin is going to cast Pass Without, uh, excuse me, Pass Without Trace on himself. And he's going to, I'll, uh, I'll be right back. Stay here. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of that peritone. Run in, he's going to run into the woods to the south. <laughs> he wants to go pretty much to the bottom edge of the map here. So you're climbing up the slopes, climbing through the greenery, and as you move, the shadows from the trees are, like, clinging to you, sort of spreading out around you and, like, like encompassing you, and so you're just blended into the darkness. Yeah. Your stealth rating has gone way up. So once he gets sort of to the edge of the map here, he's going to... So circling around till you're behind the periton, essentially. Yeah. And then we'll use druid craft to make the noise of a small animal... <laughs> 30 yeah. feet in the other direction. Oh, man. So where are you trying to get, like, where the parrot's standing, you know, looking down, it's got the, uh, to, to the northeast of where it is perched is the open valley. Yeah. You are now to the southwest of it. Where do you want the sound to come from? Yeah, so basically right now, if you zoom way out on the map, there's jewels in the very top right-hand corner. If you go down, down, down to the left, there's the periton. And then if you continue on that line, Crispin is a little ways away from the periton. And if you continue on that trajectory, 30 feet out is the furthest that I can cast Druidcraft. Oh. So that's off the map. I want to cast it there. Okay. The one thing I'm going to say is because it's actively hearing a sound, it will be actively perceiving as it moves, even as it passes you. I will roll a perception check. You have heightened stealth. Yeah but there was a chance you will be seen because that's cool and fun makes sense to me. I'm already giving you a button for that role. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah, it's necessary. I don't, I don't know exactly what you have planned, but I think that I think we can get out of this if this role works. So you make a, an animal sound. What animal? Just for the fun of it. Um, a pangolin. Make the sound. Oh, this is a first. Make the pangolin what, sound. How does Wait, a pangolin sound? How does a pangolin sound? How does a pangolin Tell sound? Tell me. Oh my God, this is awesome. Jamal, that you? <laughs> that was not what I was expecting. That's like a spider. I don't know what I was expecting, <laughs> right, but that right. wasn't it. All right, pangolin sounds. Let's hear it. Come on. You first, Jeremy. What's your pangolin sound? Whoa. <laughs> 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 Doesn't it look like an anteater sort of thing? <laughs> All right. That was nice. That was nice. All right. I, hey. I appreciate the... Hey, hey, you're not getting out of this yet. Oh, I know. David's no, turn. Give me some space. Give me some space. Hang okay. on. Okay. I need the room. <clears throat> Ready? Hey, I mean, this is your universe, man. You fucking own it. Canon. So that's what, that's what it sounds like. And I'm going to make you do that. All the time. And uh, because it sounds like that, the periton just whips his head around like, is that a fucking pangolin? I know that's the sound of a pangolin. <laughs> <laughs> because that's exactly what it sounds exactly like. exactly what they sound like. And it, <laughs> boom, uh, launches off from the tree and begins to fly over the trees. It's looking down. Here's, here's prey. It's excited. 
eyes go wild and it just flies down. Um, Man, I really shouldn't have given you a button. I've got a plus 12 right now with Pass Without Trace. Ooh. But but I mean, like, there's still... Yeah, it's, it, yeah you need you need to secure it. Yeah, I feel like... Secured. Yeah. Give me a stealth check. <sighs> All right. I've got advantage because I gave you hey, a fucking actually, button. You know, before you give me a stealth check, I want to tell you what I got. Oh, no. Give oh, me geez. a button. I have a plus five to my perception. Oh, my God. I rolled a 19 on the die. Oh, oh my 24. God. Oh. 24. Fuck. Your plus 12 might not mean much. So I got to roll... I got to roll a 13 or higher. Yeah. I'm using the red dragon still. Wait, roll two at the same time. Make it more exciting. No, no I got to use the red dragon, man. Okay, fine. That's not how this works, David. To get in the first one, don't blame me when it's lame. <coughs> What'd you get? What is it? 18, baby. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. One more just God. for fun. Just one more for just, fun, for fun. Fun. just for fun. Just for funsies. Um, I think Rochelle specifically said that this die loves to roll 18s. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Is it an 18 again? Oh, shit. No, but it was a 14. Okay. <laughs> the Good red guy. dragon pulls Hell through twice yeah. in a row. It is very hard That's to read, awesome. though, so I'm going to put it down for the rest of the night. Thank you, Rochelle. <laughs> the Perryton swoops so small, over so your small spot. Numbers. I think a little bit of drool just runs down and splashes under your head as this, like, it's, it's, it's a sort of stag mouth is drooling, teeth glistening, hungry for pangolin, and it disappears into the trees beyond. And as he does this... Jules is going to cast deafness onto the awake Etten head. And you can see its feet. So you can yep. see the target enough yep. that I say it's, you know, you can, you can cast it. Yep. Sort of, okay. Got to make a con and save. It'll, it'll cast on the entire Etten because it's one oh, creature. Hell yeah. So it'll be just one head. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think. Okay. Unless there's a thing around that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, weird. It's, yeah. Cause it's, it's one set of feet. I just, I just want to get it out there that while this uh-huh. is happening, once the, once the periton flies overhead, um, <gasps> Crispin wants to start moving towards the uh, edge of the clearing here so he can get eye on, on Jules. Yo, it's wild. What? I don't know, if that's, I don't know if that's a good wild for us or Etten's a bad wild for us. legitimately have a feature called two heads. Oh, God. They have advantage on saving throws against being me? blinded, charmed, deaf, and frightened. Are you so basically the question is oh, you sure. cast it, you cast it, of but course. do you cast yeah. it on the right head? On the right. Course. Yeah, that's oh, funny. That's actually God. really cool. And the thing is, I'm going to roll it and you won't know. Oh my God! Are you I'll do it right now. Oh, oh, I'll do it right now. So nasty. That's you not going to change what I'm going to do. Well, do. right, exactly. You, we just got to. I mean, you don't know I can do some cool and shit. I mean, you roll too low. Jules, if if I don't know, then that means Jules assumes that it worked. Sure. That's so awesome. All right. What is your DC? Just so you know. What did you roll? I control this game. <laughs> he said he's not going to tell us. No, you're not going to tell you. So I need to know what you rolled so I can. No. What? <laughs> Uh, 14. 14. Okay, cool. All right. I made my roll. So, yeah, again, Jules assumes that it worked, and he is going to run over to Miskin and use Performance of Creation to fabricate a lockpick. Okay. Periton's gone. You don't know how long it's busy for. You run through, slide in the dust. Use. So let's talk about this real quick. Performance of Creation. We actually haven't, like, narratively touched on this but we tried to yeah and yeah then we found out it didn't work <laughs> but like but like in the moment like this this ability you have i want to touch uh-huh. on like where i think this might come from for you sure because a lot of your bardic abilities come from your loot like we've seen jewels we've seen jewels touch into like this sort of demonic side of himself we've seen him reach out and change a man into a monster into a demon but we've also seen jewels before that 
reach into a different part of himself, activating this sort of connection with his loot with the Feywild wood that it's made from. And somehow, not only blessed yourself with Feywild magic, but also your best friend, Chester. You transformed him too. Like Jules has a connection to different planes. It's, it's a strange thing. It's, it's yet unexplained, but Jules, I might, I, I, I would, I would wager a bet, and this, this is your character, it's you, that, that this creation magic could stem from that same Feywild source, this, this wild magic of creation. You, you just mm-hmm. reach out, you know you need something, and you feel, I can have that. And perhaps, like, you can feel it from your loot, like the same light that gives your, your bardic inspiration just sort of wisps it into your hand, and this thing is made. Does that sound right to you? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. The lockpick forms in your hands. And I'm going to go for it. You are untrained in using the lockpick. Unfortunately. Um, but is Miskin? Yeah, is Miskin any is better? Is Miskin? Honestly, Miskin does have the ability to use it. Perfect. Because I give it to him. Miskin will take a plus five on this, Jack. Whoa. I love that, like, Jules, like, knows and yeah. trusts his friends. Uh-huh. Like, he makes this thing. And he's like, here, you fucking use it. And I think Miskin, as you get to your closest, this thing, if you want to reach out, he's just like almost panicking. He grabs on the chain, he looks over at the tent like, Jules, no, Jules, one head's, it's awake in there. It doesn't sound like it's awake, but it's, he's deaf, he's deaf. Take it, take it, go, go, go. Take it. He grabs the lockpick, okay, and just starts uh, rolling the check. It's only a nine. Nine won't quite do it. Yeah, of course it won't. But it's not low enough that it breaks the lockpick. Cool. Can can Jules grab it and try? After he clearly sure. is having trouble with it? Yeah. Or you can give him the help action. Yeah, help action. Oh, shit. Yeah. You want to yeah. give him the... Basically, just like... Just, Advantage. Yeah. Well, basically, yeah. right now, it's just time is passing. That's the only thing. Fuck it, yeah. There's a little bit of time has passed. You're right, looking nervous right, right. towards the trees. Okay. This thing might come back soon. Hell yeah. The Etten doesn't seem to have stirred. Same fucking roll. Uh, Advantage. So, you know, I was thinking you're rolling yeah, it was... another time. So, you can roll it again with because you have the help action. Oh, so you're wait, okay. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. I, I thought we were just adding advantage to the first roll, but no. this yeah. is a totally separate you roll. So that the, is the first roll. I'm going to oh, let you make this roll, roll multiple advantage. times. The thing is, time ah, passes. The, okay, the okay. cost is time is passing. Right. If you okay. roll very low, I might okay. break the lockpick. Okay. Time passing is bad. But you have a. If you have a there we go. Window. All right, that's the 22. Okay, so the second time he doesn't quite make it, you look nervously towards the trees. You hear like a somewhere something is like diving into a tree line be like some birds are flying out Crispin you hear this very close to yeah. you yeah how how far has Crispin gotten back towards the the clearing in this in this time um say 30 feet 60 feet because you can just double dash yes well, you can yeah so you're, you're you're moving on your way right there um do you hear like something this thing is just fighting through the forest. As you guys hear that, Miskin starts putting again. He's like kind of panicking. His hands sort of shaking. And you reach down and like grab the end of the lockpick, sort of steadying it and helping him. He looks up at you, just kind of nods, and you hear and the sort of manacle around his neck opens up. Before even a second goes by, Jules is grabbing him and running. And as you do, you can hear from the tent shuffling as this Eden rolls over in its sleep. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. That was so good. That was so good. Because, you, you, because. All right, I'll, I'll give you a fucking high five for that one. Yeah. Because I rolled. <laughs> give me those. Because I rolled advantage. All right. Holy Hang on. shit. Let me shout out yes, someone here. Tell, let me, let me, me call somebody out here. 
Captain. <laughs> You're a wonderful man. But I rolled your full metal D20 with advantage. I rolled a one twice. Oh my God, <laughs> get out of town. Dude, that just means it was meant to happen. That I rolled means, a one twice. That means oh the captain God. reached through the internet that is... from the Midwest. <laughs> and he said, no, you know what? I think we're going to save one. Miskin tonight. I think we're going to save Miskin it's tonight. That's true. That's true. The captain's on Miskin's team tonight. <laughs> Jules, you run, booking it across the open sort of terrain, across the open camp, past the fire, and into the tree line. Holy shit. And you make it back to your allies just wow. as Crispin bursts from the trees. Scott free. And all of you stand together. I didn't think we were going to do it. I didn't know it was possible to do it. I mean, I, I think there's not um, even really time to, like, chat. I think we got to get out of here. Yeah, we got to keep moving. We got to keep moving. I, th I think as Jules gets to the group with Miskin, he's silently motioning with his arms, go, 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 move, <laughs> move, move. You begin to run. Yes. So, do, do, do. Yes. Starting down the cliffside, charging back towards, like, thicker brush, thicker trees. Guys, this is not how things go for us. <laughs> this is, this a, is this, not this, how things go. We never get this lucky. <laughs> You're, like, rounding out the cliff and more entering the spot where, like, the trail snakes back into, like, thicker wood and, you know, canopy forest. And as you do, you can hear somewhere behind you just this. <laughs> something roaring out, but something relatively far back. As you imagine, it's been noted that Miskin is missing and that the thing that was supposed to watch him didn't do a very good job. <laughs> but where you stand now, you're okay. All right, yeah, the, the moment that we feel safe enough to stop, Jules goes down and embraces Miskin. Yeah. Really fucking hard. I imagine you're running for quite a while. We've got to be running for at least like 10, 15 minutes, and right? That's fine. And we want to get like that's a fine. mile away. Whenever yeah. we're stopped. Exactly. Whenever we say, get that moment. I think you get a moment as you're, as you're kind of moving down farther and farther down the mountain. I think like you kind of spiral in your ways lower. And I think you have this moment of like where you finally can sort of breathe again when... You can hear a different roar, kind of a bellow. It sounds like two voices overlapping. Just like, uh, hey, if you want to edit this later on to make these both the same voice at the same time, that's pretty cool. Um, you just hear like a... <laughs> as these two like, sort of something large voice screaming in, maybe giant. Um, and then you hear like a... And you see this like way above you, this like figure, this parrot goes flying away, not running towards you, but running very fast away from something else. Mm. Um, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. And the thing that can fly is not looking for you. It's looking to get the hell out of there. Mm. Great. And so I think Great. at that point you breathe a little like, okay, the Etten's way back there. We got a good running start. The Perryton, gone. We can breathe. And you probably just settle down in your run, hidden by the trees, down the mountain. Jules. No, I was about to say, <laughs> hi, Miskin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was just like, Jules, you got new friends, a rabbit, and uh, Zebulon, you got real big. <laughs> Arlon just kind of looks down, and he doesn't say anything. He just sort of stares at Miskin for a long moment, like, like he doesn't believe that it happened and that it's just easy, he, that, 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 that it's, it's done. And Miskin doesn't even remember him? Oh, that's right. He didn't know. He didn't know. I, know <laughs> <laughs> I was being silly. No, he does. So I think, I think, he, I think actually, well, so when you get over there, I think what's more likely to happen 
He has his head about friends. He looks over at you, Crispin nods, and he looks over at Arhalon, and he actually sort of takes a shuffling back away because, like, right. this is the guy that did it. And Arhalon, I guess, more looks shamefully towards him. Um, it's all right. He's he's here to help. What? We're all here to help. Miskin, we came for you, and we got you, buddy. You got me. They were gonna. They wanted to be to be one of them. They were calling us a family, calling me their son. Oh, you know that's bullshit. The farmers. How are the farmers? Are they okay? When the end came down, when they were gonna attack the farmers, they they knew I was there. They asked for me specifically. I, I think the I think the monster, the bird, told them about me. It must have seen me running, and they they said I could if I just went with them. They'd let everyone else be okay, so I did. I went with them. I will say, I think something clicks here for you, which is that you notice the Etten tracks didn't go near the people. You also right. know Perrytons can fly. The Etten didn't kill the farmers. No. Miskin, they didn't make it. No. No, they didn't. They didn't hurt them. I, I was with them the whole time. They didn't hurt them. I, I saw that. They were, they were good on their word. They told the truth. They didn't hurt them. But that Perryton did. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want to lie to you. They were nice. I know they were. I was hurt. I was so hurt when I stumbled to their home. I was so hungry and thirsty, and they took care of me, and men came looking for me. They hid me beneath the stairs. They had a spot. They hid me from them, but they couldn't hide me from that. And I, I... You kind of closed his eyes. No time. Jules, it's not just me. Round stuff and Paul, they're here, too. What? They're here, and they're in danger. It's, wait, tonight. When is the night of the remembered? Tomorrow, isn't it? It's tomorrow, right? It's tonight. Yeah, oh, it's tonight. Oh, great. Why? Is it tonight? It's tonight, yes, right? Yes, it's tonight. Why? They're going to do something to her. Round stuff. They're going to do something to her. They said... Where? Hollow. Where did they go? The mines in Hollow. There's a mine abandoned in the town, in the cliffs above the town. They have a lab in there. Some sort of occult lab like the ones you told me about your childhood. There's a man... Zavar. They called him Zavar. You know that name. I do know that name. It came up once yes. in the flashback. You're... What? Zavar. The fucking yes. hell. Your mother's occult you son of a magician. Fucking... The one that set up all her little rituals. The one who was the backbone behind everything she did to you. Zavar. He's here. And he has them. Jules looks around to the rest of the crew. We're not done yet. Yes. Arhalon just nods. We're not. Only one third of the way back from sullying my honor. We will save the other two. I will die before I let them fall into their hands any longer, before anything bad happens to them. In this, you have my trust, Jules LaRoche. We're going to get you the other two thirds. And we're going to bring my family back. I don't know what he's going to do. It's He mentioned something, a, a demon that they made. I know who he's talking about. He said he wants to make another. He said it works best on tieflings. Oh, fuck. He mentioned another. another someone's son. He's, he's, he's mean, I think. They've made one of these things before, and they want to make round stuff into one as well. And oh, fucking pig man. There it is. He's just kind of like stammering. And, and Paul. Paul's in danger, too. He did something, Jules. I don't understand it. He did something down there. They would have had me in a cage with the rest. 
They were bringing us in, putting us away. And I tried breaking free, tried causing a commotion. They were going to hurt me. And Paul acted out. There were fossils, black, jutting from the stone in the lab, in the mine. And Paul touched one and the ground shook. I've never seen anything like it. The whole mine shook. Caves, walls cracking. He opened a path for me, and, and, and I, as I ran away, I could feel the world behind me closing off. He gave me the chance to get out. He made a new route for me somehow. He did something, and I could hear words. As I fled, Zavar called him something strange. He called him a Mazir Drakan. And we'll call it there. 